Madina University graduate. He is also an uh, imam uh, there at a masjid in, uh, uh, they call it Mahatma Gandhi Boulevard, uh, the place known as uh, the Sales. And also he is, uh, mashallah, someone uh, that uh, lectures at uh, various uh, different ulums uh, on uh, motivating the future alims and uh, not forgetting that he's a radio personality on many Islamic uh, platforms. Our very own uh, Sheikh Shoaib Maida. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And uh, Jazakallah Khair for joining us on your segment on PP Pertinence uh, Punctuated. How are you doing this fine, uh, beautiful, beautiful evening, Ya Sheikh? Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh to my brother Shafat Ahmed Khan and the dear listeners of Markaz Sahaba this evening. The voice of our Sunnah wal Jama'ah say Alhamdulillah, Thumma Alhamdulillah, Allah is taking care of us. You know, we've seen a lot of plenty of rains coming in and uh, we make shukar for that and we've seen some distractions, Gauteng and uh, the other day it was in uh, KZN, Mui Riverside, where you have actually house storms destroying actually cars and, uh, and the rest of that, but it doesn't come to us. So we make shukar and uh, ask Allah to save us and protect us from all these natural disasters, Shah. I mean, uh, Suma, I mean, uh, Sheikh Shoy Maida, as you know, in our segment, uh, we uh, go through the reflections of the Noble Quran and, you know, we look at the Noble Quran and get our inspiration from there. And Alhamdulillah, you give your thoughts and your nasiya also. And, you know, when you look at uh, peace, uh, Sheikh uh, Shoy Maida, peace is upon those who really persevere and those that are patient and the importance of, uh, you know, having uh, the sukoon and the tranquility, even that during this time of uh, hardship, of this time of propaganda, this time of uh, zulum. I mean, you looked at Yaqub alayhi salam when uh, Yusuf alayhi salam was taken away from him and he only found his uh, biggest peace while with his patience. And, you know, talk to us about this dynamic of having, you know, uh, sabr and uh, peace, uh, that sabr will give you peace. And sabr will also give you a lot of victory, uh, Sheikh Shweb Maida. You know, Shaf, uh, that's why if you look at the context of the Noble Quran, as you're saying, Allah says to us, There's no reward for sabr except for going to Jannah, because you must remember, uh, Allah says he's going to put us through taste in different aspects of life. Of life you know, It's either the losses of life, uh, recession, uh, you know, I mean, safety-wise, you know, we feel unsafe. And uh, a lot of things that Allah put us uh, test through. But at the end of the day, he says, at the end of the day, give good news to those that enjoy in patience. You know, those when Allah to us, uh, uh, trials are afflicted upon them, they always say, inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi rajoon. We come from Allah, Ta'ala, we belong to Allah Ta'ala. And we are still on the journey going back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And definitely, Shaf, if you don't have patience, it is a major problem in a lifetime. As we just spoke about Yaqub alayhi salatu wasalam. You know, if he didn't have patience at the moment when Yusuf alayhi salatu wasalam was taken away from him, definitely he should have done something or maybe disowned uh, the children, throw them out of the house or maybe cast them away to the bushes where they could be eaten by the animals. But he didn't do that. He had a lot of sabr. He had the most beautiful sabr at that moment. Still understanding that I've lost my child, but still let me make sabr until finally Allah came back and actually uh, reunited them back. 
you know, which was actually an amazing story if you look at, at that altogether. So the same if you come back to seeing what is happening today, Shaf, like most especially uh, with our brothers and sisters in Palestine, you know, I always say to you, you know, this is a challenge uh, that no one will be able to fight and no one will be able to come out of it. Because simply this is the time where by Allah did tell us and our ambitions have prophesied 1400 years ago to say when Qiyamah comes, there'll be a lot of issues. People will be uh, getting slaughtered like flies and the rest of that. And we've seen it happening around us in South Africa. Again, where you find the families wiped out and the rest of that. And you can see what's happening in Gaza. No, I mean, wiping up the entire uh, humanity. And I was just looking on social media the other day. I saw uh, one uh, Jewish wearing a T-shirt. And on a T-shirt, he has got a picture of a, a pregnant woman, which is a, a Palestinian woman. And uh, he says, I shot one and killed two. You know, it tells you that, you know, you come to that moment where people will be extremely barbaric. And uh, what will happen in that moment is to have patience and also to understand that these things have been prophesied. And remember, as, uh, as hectic as it looks in our eyes, you must remember seeing those pictures, those visuals where people are being slaughtered, people are being pulled from the rubble, and uh, a small child is alive, and all the entire pa- uh, family is wiped out. I mean, it's a test that is coming from Allah Ta'ala. And what are we seeing there? All that are passing on are the matters. And Alhamdulillah, with Allah's grace, Allah's mercy, they're getting Jannah. And uh, only us that are remaining are the ones that we are envying them to say, actually, they fought for what we cannot fight for. So what we have to do is spiritually to just make a lot of duas for them. And as we've been actually communicating around on our podiums in our massages, let's keep up that actually uh, boycotting of uh, all the products that are being made uh, by Israel and Americans. Let's boycott all of them. It's fine to go back to China and get things from China, which is most of the stuff are from China. But whatsoever is made uh, from uh, Israel and America and those that are supporting them, try as much as we can have to cut out that to be our part actually of actually showing our solidarity to our brothers and sisters in palestine Shaf. no absolutely Sheikh uh, by that you know you know for a fact uh, that uh, those you know who believe and uh, whose hearts have a uh, satisfaction in the steadfastness of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for without doubt uh, Sheikh shway maida in the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, our hearts, uh, you know, find uh, satisfaction and uh, peace and sukoon. And uh, for uh, those of us who believe and work uh, good deeds and righteousness, uh, Sheikh Shwe Maida, it is, uh, you know, uh, it is a, a blessing from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And, uh, you know, such a place and time will come for us that we will have eternal bliss, we'll have eternal sukoon. And as we look around us, uh, there's uh, munafikeen that, that are coming to the fore that claim to be have uh, uh, being... Uh, you know, uh, uh, Murtas, these Murtas that's coming out. Oh, look at me. Now I am with the, I am with the, I'm a Christian. And look at what you do and this and that. But the question to ask them is, uh, you see you, uh, what type of Muslim are you? Why are you uh, claiming to be a Muslim in the face of, uh, you know, on the face of divine decree? You're not against the uh, Muslims, but you're taking on the maker, the creator, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells you not to blaspheme. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells you not to make your religion a, uh, you know, a racist religion and all that. You have taken 10 steps back, but you are voicing an opinion because you have the backings of the, uh, perhaps uh, the munafikins of all munafikins. You know who I'm talking about, uh, Sheikh Shweb Maida. How do you advise people to be careful that uh, these, uh, you know, these tools that are being propagated in the world media by uh, the uh, perhaps the Zionist Brigade, 
is a deception of Shaitan, uh, Yashe. No, no, definitely, you know, Shaf, as you said, I mean, Inna al-munafiquna yukhadi'una Allah wa khadi'um, Allah has mentioned. You know, these hypocrites, the thing that actually they're plotting against Allah and yet, in other hand, Allah has plotted against them. You know, um, what they do always is against what is right. And you look at what is happening, what the media says at the moment. And if you look at the situation inside Israel, it's not as good as it, it is on the surface. They're not showing anything. There, the situation is too bad. The people are rebelling against the... Uh, Netanyahu, they want him out of power. And I mean, it's just a reality. People are tired of actually uh, killings that are happening, you know, messlessly by actually um, the Israelis. You know, there is a reason. At the beginning, yes, you say you've got a right to defend yourself. That is uh, perfect. But where do you defend yourself when actually you've stolen somebody's land and they're claiming it back and you want to defend yourself, you know, in the land that you've stolen from somebody? It doesn't make sense at all. And if you want to defend yourself, you go and fight the enemy that you fight it, but don't go killing, uh, you know, uh, defenseless children, looking about about 5,000 to 6,000 defenseless children, defenseless uh, women, defenseless elders. I mean, defenseless sick people that are in sick beds in the hospital, you go and bomb them. It just, say, it just shows how actually uh, evil the person can be, how evil the, actually the, the, uh, the Zionist government can be. I mean, people are sick in hospitals. You already cut medical supplies for them. You already cut uh, power for them. You already took every right of being a human being away from them, and you still go and bomb the hospitals. You know, that actually just tells you. So if somebody, as you said, Shab, you know, embraces and no, I'm not a Muslim anymore. See where I am. You know, I'm happy. See where you people, what you're doing. You just tell them, you know, they're so senseless. I think they're more uh, engrossed in love for this dunya. But to say whatsoever little few bags they've been given in this dunya makes them happy because they're only living for this dunya. They're not living for the akhirah. But for the person who's going to live for the akhirah, regardless of your religion, you know, all these visuals and uh, uh, media videos that are coming through uh, on what is happening in Palestine, Shaf, regardless of religion, people actually, their hearts are melting. And uh, yes, and Alhamdulillah, I know, it was this a time whereby uh, when Anabi prophesied that they have to be in one place and they'll have to create a lot of enemies for themselves. Alhamdulillah, it's time. You can see they've created plenty and too many of enemies. And only people that are supporting them is maybe you look at about a thousand people in every country, thousand people you're counting, sharp politicians. But people on the ground, they all have opened their eyes and they can see in today's modern, uh, mod modern day world, you know, uh, genocide that has been actually committed in front of our eyes and people are just watching and America is happy to watch the people and America is supplying weapons. And when people try to stop, they say, no, we're going to fight against you. So it shows you. That, as Allah has mentioned, to say the Jews and Christians, they will never be your fellow friends. You know, they will never be happy for you in what you do until and unless they deviate you from your actually, your righteous path, which is the path of deen. You know, once you do that, then they're happy for you because they know you're distracted and you're destroyed. And once you're destroyed and you do they're happy because now you face it in this world where they'll steal your, uh, your, your livelihood and you go in Akhirah your spirituality is gone as well. So you have to face double punishment in this dunya and the Akhirah. May Allah save us and protect the Ummah.
Khaira, uh, Sheikh, you have read the situation well indeed, and uh, mashallah, Allah increases in knowledge. Rabbi Zidni Ilma. You know, Sheikh, as you read through the Quran and you get, you know, the you get a clear message, and only those, uh, you know, those that are believers, you know, we believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we believe in His uh, Messenger, uh, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa And uh, when, uh, you know, when we are set uh, with uh, these uh, thoughts in our mind, and, uh, you know, we shun evil. And uh, we forbid evil, and we enjoy good, and we enjoy uh, you know truthfulness in, in this dunya, and uh, you know we act in the, the sunnah according to the sunnah of Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam, wa wa rasul. You know we become a mercy to mankind, like how we become a mercy to our neighbors, become a mercy to our community, and when we walk around, uh, people enjoy our company purely for the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa taala. We don't go around uh, purely to satisfy our nafs, our ego, but we become selfless people. We have an attitude of gratitude. We are grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And, you know, whatever we do, we hope and pray that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will, uh, you know, accept it for us. We are very forgiving. We show empathy. We show, uh, you know, we show mercy to people. And we also show an emotion where our hearts are, you know, trembling all the time for the fear of uh, displeasing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And our eyes are constantly weeping because we love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so much, uh, Sheikh Shoaib Maida. Um, you know, perhaps uh, that type of individual today is a rare, rare commodity, is a rare, rare happening. What's your thoughts on that, Sheikh? You know, Sheikh, I mean, uh, what you said, I can just sums it up uh, on what Allah has mentioned about us. You know, we should be good individuals doing things right, Everything do it according to the commands of Allah Ta'ala. As Allah like brandish says in that actually a beautiful title, Wakun to Muhaira Ummah, you are the best of generations that Allah has created. Oh, Richard Nignas as a good example for mankind, Tamuruna bin Marufi Watan Hauna and Il Munkar, so that you enjoy on whatsoever is good and forbid what is wrong. What Minuna bin Land, you have faith in Allah Ta'ala. So all these qualities that you have you, you've mentioned are all embedded in this actually. In this ayat itself, you know, saying that Allah Ta'ala has made us the best. And the moment we start losing track and getting off uh, this actual title that Allah has given us, then definitely sharp we're heading for disaster. You know, there's no message, there's no love amongst us. And uh, actually we become senseless people. Okay, that doesn't know which direction we're going. Our children losing track. Ourselves, we lose track. You know, shameless. We can't actually... Uh, be role models for our own children because if you're not a role model to yourself, Shab, you will never be a role model to a child. So definitely we have to reinvent the wheels and go back to the same channel, that pattern you're saying, Shab, where Allah said, you know, we have to obey Allah and obey his Nabi Muhammad because the moment we sit on that notch of obeying Allah and his Rasul, definitely we'll be sitting on the righteous path. And uh, you must remember, Jannah becomes all of us. So this is where actually it gets actually interesting. Look at the tradition of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam where he says, uh, uh, You know, he says openly, every individual that is in my ummah is going to Jannah or he or she is going to Jannah illa man abba, except for the one that refuses to go to Jannah. Then the question was asked on Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Mani Abaya Rasulullah, who's the one that is refusing to go to Jannah? Oh, Nabi of Allah. And Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says, Whosoever obeys and follows my instructions, Allah has ordained, they go to Jannah. And the one that goes against my instructions, my teaching, 
Fakadaba, they are definitely rejecting to get the keys for themselves to go into Jannah. So definitely we have to go pull back and now understand in this neighborhood. When Allah says, Allah wa Rasul, what are basic actually foundations uh, that are building us spiritually should be followed and should be observed at all the times? And what are the basic um, and major uh, actually uh, disturbances that will stop us from doing good, which is all the wrong things? Then we try and avoid them at all times. As Anabi Sallallahu says, we need to obey Allah Ta'ala and do whatsoever he commands us and we do not need to disobey Allah Ta'ala and we make sure what Allah says is around to us, avoid it at all cost. And whatsoever he says is, is, is right for us to do, do it as much as we can, Shah. Yes, uh, Sheikh Maida, you know, as uh, we, uh, you know, that are in the house of Islam, you know, we should be, we should be very sure that, you know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not, uh, to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, if you look, uh, I don't know how often we look into the skies and look into the trees and we look into this, uh, all these uh, different uh, phenomena of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, all those beautiful signs of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And, you know, we should be quite sure to Allah belongs or whatever is in the heavens and also in the earth, uh, Sheikh Maida. And uh, that uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows of what is in our hearts. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows what's in our thoughts. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is all-knowing, is all-wise. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is truth. And we should be propagating the truth. And with haq alone, with haq we shall win. And basil, we should take basil and smash it to smithereens. Because we should be those carrying the banner of haq and truth. And truth alone, Ya Sheikh. No, no, definitely. I can just been pointing in the right direction as well. In Allah says, You know, to Allah belongs everything that is in the heaven that is on earth. Allah knows whatsoever is hidden in us and whatsoever we reveal. But if we have something hidden, Allah still is going to put us uh, to account. And as you said, you always pardon whatsoever he wishes and he will put uh, uh, through punishment, whosoever he wishes, and definitely Allah has got powers and the greatness over each and everything that we see around us. So, definitely, we have to understand that much that Allah can see us, and Allah is there, the best of judge. As our Nabi has taught us again on the best part uh, of being actually good people, that is on, uh, on the notch of Ihsan. He says, Al Ihsan. To be the very mindful person that loves to get close to Allah Ta'ala, you have to worship your creator Allah Ta'ala as if you can see Allah Ta'ala with your own naked eyes. Which is obvious that we we'll never see Allah Ta'ala. We must have firm yakin in us that whatever I'm doing, every move that I'm taking, Allah Ta'ala can see me. And this definitely sharp will keep us in our toes, not in the sense of being fearful people, but the people that love Allah Ta'ala enough to obey his commands and to be able to draw the boundaries because knowing that if I go do what I'm going to do, Allah Ta'ala can see me. If I'm going to go commit dinner, I'm taking off my clothes and also if Allah Ta'ala can see me. If I'm going to rob somebody, Allah Ta'ala can see me. What picture am I putting for my creator to see me doing this in despicable actually? Uh, they speak about his actions. You know why he can see me. This he can see me doing that. So definitely, this is what we need to have in us: understanding that Allah Taala is got eyes that can see us and whatsoever we're doing. And also, remember, we have that kiram and katibin, the angels on the left and the right that write everything that we're doing. If you do good, 
on the right hand, the angel is writing. If you do wrong, on the left hand is writing. So if you have all these pictures in us, picturing that Allah can see us, and picturing I'm with um, noble angels with me whenever I'm doing anything I'm doing, that are taking account of whatever I'm doing, then definitely you need to be feeling ashamed to do something wrong because you know these angels that are jotting down everything, Jack. No, absolutely, uh, Sheikh Shoaib Maida, you know, uh, on the ball there. And, you know, as we read uh, through the Noble Quran, we get messages and, uh, you know, uh, recalling, uh, you know, when uh, Musa alayhi salam uh, came uh, with uh, his clear signs when he went to uh, Pharaoh. And, uh, you know, this is uh, and what Pharaoh said. Hey, all this is nothing, man, but, but sorcery, you know, like witchcraft and all that. And, uh, you know, you have faked all this up, uh, you know, and he says, oh, look at what you're doing. And then uh, Musa alayhi salam telling uh, Pharaoh that, you know what? My Lord, that is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he best knows who is in the, uh, uh, who you know, who's, uh, uh, what's in your heart and what you're thinking of. And uh, it is only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who can give you the hidayat. But I come with a message of guidance. I'm showing you proof. And imagine uh, Pharaoh there and uh, Firon looking at all the f- uh, proofs uh, that uh, Musa alayhi salam came there, you know, by throwing the staff and eating up all those uh, uh, magician sorcery of the snakes and all that. But still, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had hardened the heart of Pharaoh to such an extent he still wouldn't bring, uh, you know, Iman. And the same with the people of today. I mean, you could see the way the West have backed someone that's perpetrating uh, zulum, someone that uh, blatantly, uh, you know, uh, starving humanity and uh, genocidal and so forth. And you can see that the, the, the heart that these individuals have is akin to that of Pharaoh, uh, Sheikh Shoaib Maida. No, no, definitely, Shaf. If you look at actually the behavior in that uh, instant way, by actually you don't want to feed the people and they're saying, uh, no, we want to deal with Hamas. In this case, maybe we are not understanding the terminology properly. In this case, Hamas means Palestinian people. So they want to wipe out the Palestinian people. So behind hiding the name of Hamas. Because, I mean, Hamas and Palestinians are two different things, you know. The same like you have South Africans and the ANC, two different things. ANC is a political party, South Africans, the people that live in South Africa. So the same Palestinians should be the people that live in Palestine and not Hamas. You know, they're not Hamas. Hamas is a political party. So which means not every Palestinian is a Hamas follower. The same we have in South, South Africa, that not every South African follows ANC. You've got people following DA. EFF and the rest of that, and that's how it works. And the modern day society that lives, they say, the best democratic people uh, country in the world, they do understand the meaning of democracy. That the Hamas will not mean a death ticket for every Palestinian. It means only go find those Hamas people you're looking for and you deal with them, but leave the Palestinians. Children and women, leave the schools. People have to go to school and learn. Leave the hospitals alone. You know, leave uh, uh, the refugee camps alone. But why destroy everything? in the name of Hamas. So definitely the definition has changed on one angle where it's called Hamas for the Palestinian people. So we're dealing with Hamas. It means dealing with Palestinians. Kill every Palestinian, baby, elderly, in hospital, or even on Sakarat. Kill them because they're Hamas. This is what is happening today because simply the misunderstanding of concepts here. And we know, not misunderstanding of concepts, concepts they do understand. The main issue that is coming now is uh, to steal the land that is there in Gaza, take Gaza and put it under control, same way take waste back and put it under control, of which is going to happen with Allah's, uh, with Allah's um, guidance going to happen. And finally, it will come to the point where they must have to settle. 
in these areas, you must remember the parts of actually Jordan and Syria also, they'll be taken away. Simply to have each and every Zionist to migrate from wherever they are in the world so they can actually have a place in that place where they have to have, they have to be. Because at that moment, they could have created enemies with everybody. So there's no need for them to be found anywhere in the world besides Israel, what they call Israel as their home. So when the wars start coming, when we start looking for them as Muslims, we find them at one place. There won't be a notion. We say there's a Zionist left in Isipingo. There's one left in Kamashu. We have to go back to Kamashu to find them. No, they all be found in one place. And these are the prophets of Nabi Muhammad. So it is a, a hard pill to swallow in this moment. But this is all uh, drawing the line towards what our Nabi Sassam has taught us. We say, may Allah to make it easy and uh, strengthen the Palestinians. And we know that those who've lost their lives and Lauta is taking care of them in general, inshallah, as matters. And those that are injured, may Lauta make it easy, inshallah, so that they get healed quickly and also may take care of their needs at every time uh, possible that they need any need. And may Lauta support them in, in, in every aspect that no human can be able actually to reach out to them, inshallah. Yes, I'll check your mind. We all know for a fact that the biggest danger in the house of Islam is uh, the munafikeen, uh, the hypocrite. And, you know, when you look at the Quran, it uh, it tells you, you know, they say we believe in Allah and he's a messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa and we obey. But even after that, uh, some of them uh, turn away. They are they are not really, they are not really true believers, uh, Sheikh Shui Maida, when they are, you know, summoned uh, to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his messenger in order that he may uh, judge between them. Behold, some of them declare to come but in the light, uh, in, in, on the other side, they, uh, you know, they, 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 the crime speaks for themselves and they do not submit uh, to the uh, commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And it was, uh, you know, during the time of uh, jihad, when Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam called these people out, come, it's time for us to go and uh, defend, uh, you know, uh, the, the, the house of Islam. And these guys were looking for excuses and saying this and saying that and getting into uh, different types of excuses. And uh, Allah knew what was in their hearts and, uh, you know, uh, perhaps uh, in uh, days like this, uh, we find uh, the leadership around us. We find uh, some people, you know, uh, having Muslim names, but behaving just like hypocrites, selling out, uh, you know, uh, the, the, the message of Islam, selling out uh, the commandments of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Sheikh Shoei Maida. We started off talking about those uh, hypocrites that are coming out. Talking, uh, we spoke about the murtas that have come to the fore and making all these uh, blasphemous uh, statements. Perhaps uh, your thoughts and your parting words on that, uh, Ya Sheikh. You should get people like that, definitely, that will sell their deen, you know. You know, Allah's mentioned, it's not starting today, there's people that sold their deen, Bithaman and Baks in Magdarahim, Madura, there's a little bit of Baks selling their deen. It has happened before, and it will still keep on happening after the day of Qiyamah. So as you just said, you know, the Munafiqin, actually, they are the worst because um, they dress up in the same way you dress up, and make wudu like you, and read Salah with you. But at the end of the day, that leave it one loud i let him deal with that you remember in the time of Nabi Sallam, when this was happening actually allowed uh, i told him say you don't have to worry about uh monafics you do what is right for you and let allah deal whatsoever is hidden in people's hearts so we say may allow to deal with that actually decisively most especially those that are actually propagating uh evil and falsehood against our deen and yet uh, they hide under the names or disguise under the name of being a muslim and actually going to uh, calling themselves uh, Muslims as well. And uh, this should be found in every aspect of it. As we said, may Allah make it easy and it will not stop your sharp after the day of Qiyamah. But the good part to know is that, you know, when you're a monarchic, 
is actually worse than being a disbeliever. You know, in this case, the punishment for you is actually detrimental. And Lauta says, You know, the hypocrites will be put on a fierce, you know, the most dangerous part of hell fire on the day of Kiamat. So definitely it tells you where they're going to end up. But I would say, may Allah make it easy, Shaf. We're living in a funny kind of world where actually uh, the uh, falsehood, falsehood is actually being celebrated and the truth is being disregarded. And actually, this is what is happening today. May Allah to show us the light and actually make us hold fast with the truth and actually dis uh, disregard uh, the dishonesty and uh, the unfairness what we, in, in whichever form it comes, whether it looks like it's a truth. But as long as it's dishonesty is not good, we have to make sure we deal with that decisively and remain on the path and remain those that obey Allah and his Rasul, inshallah. And that way, Allah is going to bless us. May Allah Ta'ala grant us the ability to do what is good at all the times and also to be able to know where to stop when there's evil in front of us, inshallah. Jazakallah khair shaf. May Allah bless you and your family and all the listeners of Marcus Sahaba, inshallah. Amina for that, uh, Sheikh Shay by that our duas also reciprocal as you know, we totally unscripted on the show where Sheikh Shay Baida comes in purely to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We hope and pray whatever we have said pleases Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala most. And uh, Allah knows best everything, whatever we say, you know, we cannot be say, oh, you know, I'm giving this out. Oh, no, Allahu alam, Allah knows best. And Alhamdulillah, when you hold fast onto the rope of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then you are guaranteed, inshallah, success both in the dunya and on the akhirah. Sheikh Shay Maida, you have a mashallah beautiful evening ahead. We will talk to you soon. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Time for us to go for a break. And when you get back, Mulana Salim Karim will be joining us.